Well, hello there and welcome. It's Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you on EWTN Radio. My name is Jerry Usher. I am with Debbie Giorgiani. We have the show team in place today. Ace McKay is our producer. Jeff Burson on social media. Matt Gabensky is the one you're going to talk to when you call in to be a part of today's conversation. Mm-hmm. Hi, Hello, Jerry. And today, of course, is the feast day of St. Nicholas. And uh, we titled the show Jolly Old St. Nick. And you may have some traditions uh, around this day in your family or when you were a child. I think it's wonderful to share those today. But we're talking about the um, the art of giving today, uh, really what it means to give and to give from the heart and to give joyfully. And so let's do this um, in honor of the uh, feast day of St. Nicholas. And especially if your name is uh, Nick or Nicholas or Nicole or Nicolette, you got to call in. So our number to dial and you don't have to be catholic to call in uh the number to dial is 833-288-3986 well this is the time of the year when giving is on the minds and hearts of all of us so love to hear from you take two family how, how does it make you feel when you give really meaningful gifts to your loved ones at christmas time i know uh, we all love to receive things and we all Typically, most of us do receive things this time of year, but like Debbie said, we can talk about the art of giving today, why it's so important to give of ourselves. What kinds of things do you like to do by way of giving this time of year? Do you give things? Do you give stuff? Do you give time? Do you give uh, treasure? Let's talk about this from many different angles today on this Feast of St. Nicholas, 833-288-EWTN, 833-288-3986. And Jerry, I'm so glad you said that because you were talking about uh, how we've, we hear it said, has said a lot in ministry of giving of your time, your talent, and your treasure. So true. Um, and because time is precious, uh, God gives you those gifts and talents. You you should be sharing those and spreading those and your treasure. Okay, uh, what what is given to us in abundance from God and the blessings we receive, um, we should be we should be giving those over and sharing those as well. Time, talent, and treasure. So. Have you had people say to you, and I'm, I'm just curious, um, you know how you hear there's a lot of takers in the world, a lot of takers, right? But mm-hmm. maybe somebody has said to you, boy, you have such a giving heart. You are such a giver. Um, has anybody ever said that to you? Why don't you call in and share? I mean, we're not asking you to brag about yourself or boast or anything like that. We really want to listen and learn and grow. The season of Advent is meant for us to dive deeply so that we can forever be trained be changed. Okay. It's very important. So we have to learn from one another and we're not having these conversations at the water cooler anymore at the coffee station. It's not happening because everybody's kind of on their own little Island still from the pandemic. So let's have the conversation here, a safe place on take two. We are the take two family. Let's go. You guys, 833-288-3986. Maybe there's someone about whom you can say that about you can say that somebody that I know is just an has an amazing giving heart. They're always looking to give and and sacrifice themselves, pour themselves out for other people. So if there's somebody you know who fits that description, 
call and you know let's let's kind of give them a little a little bit of a shout out today honor them on the program because you know giving is so very important it seems to come around you know this time of year but what about throughout the entire year do you know somebody mm-hmm. who's just always looking to serve others give um, you know give themselves uh, pour themselves out on behalf of others 833-288-3986 is the number and uh, you can also get a hold of us at email take two at ewtn.com you can and uh, post your chats on the social media. Hi, watching if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, and mm-hmm. post on the show website at take2show.com. Marty and I tend to be um, more givers than um, we have a difficult time receiving. Sometimes I, I had to learn how to receive, gra- um, you know, gracefully and, and and graciously in the sense of of being uh, receptive to it. I think it's you know sometimes when people um, give you things, you, you, I I used to feel awkward. I'd be like, okay, so I had to give uh, you know uh, something back. It, have you ever have you ever done that? It's it's an interesting kind of dance, and that's why we call it the art of giving because it's an interesting dance how do you what would you say about yourself jerry are you do you feel more comfortable giving than receiving do you have you learned how to receive um you know in a in an easy way because you know a lot of people want to give right well it's it's become easier for me to receive it was very difficult i'd say earlier in my life um i would i would i would classify myself as someone who'd rather give than to receive but um, I think as you grow, especially in your relationship with the Lord, um, humility. Well, humility is merely, um, you know, just just acknowledging reality as it is. You know, and uh, we are all we all have, uh, you know, inherent worth and dignity. And if somebody wants to honor me or honor you or honor somebody else by giving them something, you know, we should honor them in return by receiving it. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. the kind of the, my, the philosophy that I've developed into here in, in these uh, latter years of my life. Yeah, I love that. That is really good. Well, Ev, after having a second bout uh, with cancer that I'm still working through, um, I will tell you that I've become a prayer beggar. I, I, I have a, I have no problem whatsoever begging, and I mean literally begging for prayers. And I, ha- it's, it's almost. I don't know what's the matter with me. It's almost an addiction. I, everywhere I go, I'm, I'm asking people to please pray. And then I feel a little bit guilty afterwards. I'm like, oh, you know, maybe they should be praying for someone else and not me. And, you know, and then, but then I just know the power of prayer. And so I love receiving prayers, but I also love praying for, for, for folks. So that's a way for me to give back. So, you know, we just shared about ourselves. We want to hear from you, the Take Two family. Are you a giver? Uh, do you Would you rather receive? Are you practicing that during the season of Advent? Uh, do you want to uh, um, uh, adopt more of that idea of, of being able to give freely and generously and joyfully, right? Well, there's one open phone line, and you don't have to be Catholic to call in. Pick up that phone line and share with us from your heart, please. 833-288-3986. Well, this is going to be another impactful conversation. We can be sure of that. Mark is standing by in Tennessee. We have Marie in Virginia, Ben in Kansas City. And as Debbie said, a line open there. But you have to be fast if you want to get that open phone line. Be a part of the first group of callers here on today's show. Jolly old St. Nick, we're talking about the art of giving. How about receiving? Uh, would you uh, say you're one or a little bit more of one than the other? Do you love to give? Let's talk about this from a lot of different perspectives today at 
It is good to have you with us here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie on EWTN Radio. Write to your phone calls about giving, receiving, being this time of the year where all of us have that on our minds. First, I want to tell you about uh, quickly a book by EWTN Publishing. It's uh, brand new. It's Mother Angelica's Lessons on Genesis. It's drawn from Mother's popular biblical spirituality TV series. You know, Mother was fantastic. She could she could tackle any topic. And through her personal accounts and down-to-earth reflections, you will enter into each passage and experience God's love and guidance like never before. Mother Angelica's Life Lessons, they'll show you how to stop looking back in order to look ahead and how to enjoy the promises of God. You'll see the importance of consulting the Lord in all things and the power of your prayers in helping convert sinners even at the last moment of their lives. Got to get this book, Mother Angelica's Lessons on Genesis, available at EWTNRC.com. We encourage you, buy Catholic, folks. Shop EWTNRC.com. Okay, we do have that open phone line still because somebody dropped off. So please uh, pick that up if you feel prompted by the Spirit, 833-288-3986. We are a worldwide, very safe platform for you to uh, share your lived experiences, your understanding of uh, jolly old St. Nick, the traditions in your family when you were a child, or the, the art of giving and receiving. We're talking about it from all angles. That's the way we roll here on Take Two. So Mark is up first in Tennessee on the EWTN app. Hello, Mark. Welcome. I'm back. I love you guys. I hope I don't call in too often, and I don't want to feel rushed. I do have a lot to say, but I'll take a kind nudge to be quiet and go on my way. Um, okay. So I, I, uh, my son's name's Nicholas. I've made the habit over the years. I am now uh, divorced eight years um, and uh, putting something in Nicholas and Nicholas's shoe every year. And I wanted my grandchildren baptized Catholic so bad I couldn't see straight and prayed about it, and God was going to draw a straight line with a crooked pencil about that. That's another story. But last year, I called my daughter-in-law and said, would you put money in Nicholas's shoes? Will you put a $20 bill in this for me? She said, yeah, but I won't do it for Sterling, my three-year-old grandson. He's not Catholic. So I knew there was, that wasn't a good sign. So I've been working on that ever since. So this year, I weaseled my... Well, I asked Nicholas if he wanted to go out to lunch today, and he declined, and then I weaseled my way in by giving her a free salon facial and haircut and wrote her a note and put it in the, and was able to deliver it yesterday saying, uh, would you please put this in Nicholas's uh, shoe tomorrow? Um, it's the Feast of St. Nicholas. I know I gave you $20. I was pleased that he bought a meal. However, this year, I don't want you to feel left out, so I put an extra 20 in there so he can take you to lunch. And then I said, if that doesn't happen, just use it to tip the salon. So... Those are the ways, you know, and I, her birthday was here, and I, I wrote her a note and, and put a quote in there about what a good wife is from Sirach to come to realize it's probably not in her Bible. She probably had to go see my son's Bible. So anyways, you know, that's the way that things go. Uh, I uh, would like to say that uh, the best way to give to really, really how generous God is, and I used to be really I like to say frugal. I have woundedness around childhood, and all I want is control and safety, so I put a lot of energy and money, and I've let go of that. And I give generously now, and I can't imagine how more generous God's given back to me. But just treat people with extra kindness and see how they respond. You will receive abundant joy in return. 
That's mm-hmm. been my experience. Got a free go- got a free bucket of balls last week. I went and did some shopping. And I I didn't have a lot of time, and a lady just walked me through it for, in the half hour. I saved fifty percent. It was just unbelievable. Mm. Well, yeah, so much you've shared with us there, Mark. Um, I just want to kind of uh, zero in on one of the last things you said, and that, that is, you know, show extra kindness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody, we're all walking around. So many people are walking around wounded. People can't make eye contact today with one another. Uh, if they pass you on the street or in the grocery store or something, they'll look down, they'll look away. There's something going on inside of everybody. Um, I always I always make, uh, I use that quote, Debbie, you'll, you'll remember this, you know, everyone you meet is engaged in a battle you know nothing about, so be kind always. And I think when we show that extra amount of kindness, we could we could turn a life around. We don't know, you know. We may never see, we may never encounter that person ever again in our lives. But what what the Holy Spirit's prompting has caused us to do could be, you know, life changing, maybe even soul saving for somebody. Mm-hmm. I totally agree, Mark. Uh, you know, to to uh, zero in on kindness, uh, absolutely, and that is a gift. It's it's a gift to to give of the heart. And Mark, it's so obvious when you call in, you have such a beautiful heart. Thank you so much for being um, a valued member of the Take Two family. I, th- I think uh, your contribution today is was important. It is important. And thank you for stepping up. And you can call us anytime. I know we have the, we try to rotate everybody in every, every couple weeks. And, I'm, and we understand that just to get a variety because we are a worldwide platform. But you know, we're just an email away. Take two at EWTN.com. Thanks, Mark. Okay. 833-288-3986. Are you in the giving spirit this time of year? Do you just love to give? Debbie and I and, and Ace, our producer, were talking off the air. I mentioned how one of my frustrations in life is when somebody won't let me give something to them or won't let me do something for them. Yeah, It's because, you know, we, we, we all want to bless somebody by doing or giving something to them. But it, it sort of frustrates our, our side of the bargain, you know, if somebody, oh, no, no, that's okay. I don't, you're like, you don't, you don't understand. I want to do this. You Please get, let me do this. You're forcing yourself and it doesn't. Yeah, there are right. almost times you, you have to beg something. some people to, yeah. <laughs> to let you do something nice for them. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a movie about that? There was a movie. Yeah, not there should that's be. hilarious. Ace yeah, when you're us. forcing, and you don't want to do that because it sounds so aggressive, you know. Please mm-hmm. let me help you. Would you just let me help you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So uh, that is so true. And you, you're, you're denying them the opportunity to receive those graces and blessings. And so it goes both ways. You know, I think there's a, we really do need to explore and, and develop the art of giving and receiving. So Jerry, let's hear what Marie has to say in Virginia. And Marie is on the uh, EWTN app. Hello, Marie. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of a strange person. I, I love to help other people, and I love to watch their response, but I don't love to be with accolades for it. I, I, I can't do it. So what I do to avoid all of that, when I go out, like for breakfast, maybe with some friends, a friend, or by myself, and I just let the Lord talk to me. So there may be uh, people at a table around close by me that I have a feeling that they're having a hard time and they're trying to make ends meet and they've got kids and stuff. And so then I ask the server, uh, give me their ticket. Don't say a word, please. 
So I pay for theirs and mine and hurry up and hit the door. But I usually go to the same place for going out to eat. So the server will see me again and she'll say, you know, the people that you gifted, they were so taken with your kindness. And, of course, I didn't tell them who you were or anything. So they decided they were going to take that up and do it also. And she said for months that gifting of having your bill paid for you without knowing who did it was going on and on and on and on from that one little act that I did. Wow. And and I thought, you know, thank you, Jesus, for for helping me do it because I think it's important. Right. And can I say one other thing? Sure. Um, a lot of times over the holiday season, I'll work part-time at, you know, a grocery store as a cashier. Well, I put my debit card in my pocket. You know, you can't have cash, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so everybody knows I'm not stealing or anything. So um, if... People come in front of me with with food, and you can see they're, they're kind of, oh, gosh, can I afford this? I'll use my own debit card and pay for it. And the line behind them, seeing that happen, they were talking, and then they said, oh, I'm going to pay for the, the little lady, the handicapped lady down here. I'm going to stay by the side after I do mine. And can I pay for hers? Well, sure, of course. Hmm. And there were so many blessings in my line. But see, I didn't like it because people knew who I was. And I'm going, I, I don't need this. So that's why I stick mostly to uh, being anonymous. Mm-hmm. Well, Marie, yeah, thank you for calling in, and you're just you're, you're sharing a key principle here, and I think that is, you know, charity. How charity plays a role in all of this. I was reading in the Magnificat today, the Magnificat Prayer Resource, the Reflection, which is a, a selection from Pope Benedict the Sixteenth, and I'll just read a little bit of this here because it's, I found it very interesting. The oldest sources concerning Saint Nicholas point in the same direction from a different angle. Nicholas is one of the first people to be venerated as a saint without having been a martyr. His miracle was not that of great heroism in the face of torture, imprisonment, and death. It was the miracle of constant kindness in everyday life. And you're, you're living that out, Marie. And I, I know you don't, probably don't want any pats on the back or applause or anything like that. But what you do, you know, you, 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 in that restaurant situation, you know, you really started kind of like a chain reaction. And God bless you for being on the lookout for opportunities. You know, when people come through your checkout line and you get the sense that maybe it's a little difficult for them mm-hmm. to be able to afford what they have right there. Um, you know, I think Many of us have done that on, a, on an occasion or two once in a while, but it sounds like it's almost kind of a way of life for Marie, Debbie. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree, Marie. It, it It's in line with Mark's call from Tennessee, you know, this idea of spreading kindness, sharing kindness, so that we can help to comfort others, heal others, make others feel like they are valued. That is a beautiful thing. And that is not work. That is ministry in action. That is being Christ out there in the world. So Marie, God bless you. More, I, I, We pray for more opportunities for you to share that kindness. Any final comments? 
No, thank you for the prayers because I I want to see where where it's needed, and I right. want to be that that person that can do it. Mm-hmm. I just really yeah. it blesses me, and it blesses others. Mm-hmm. It's the mystical body of Christ. Beautiful, Marie. Thank you so much. Happy Advent to you. That is just amazing. Nicole from Dallas, Texas, listening on Guadalupe Radio Network, couldn't hold but left us a story, Jerry. Would you like to share? Well, she said in 1994, the Green family was traveling in Italy. They were approached by robbers. One shot uh, him in the head. Seven people benefited from the donation of his organs. A lot of people are touched by the seven gifts of Nicholas Green. Wow. I had not heard that story before. Yeah. That is, that's a very fascinating, amazing story. Nicole, thank you so much for sharing that with us. There is an open phone line if you'd like to jump in. We're talking about on this uh, feast day of St. Nicholas, jolly old St. Nick, the art of giving and receiving and what it means to go out there in the world and be Christ to others. 833-288-3986. Please join us by phone or email us or go on social media. We'll wave to you. Jerry and I are waving to you. So thank you so much to the Take Two family. Great show of support for this um, topic today on the Feast of St. Nicholas. Okay, uh, Peter, hold on in Buffalo. Ben got in right before you. So we'll go to Ben in Kansas City listening on EWTN.com. Hi, Ben. Welcome. Hi, guys. How are you? All right. How's your Advent going, Ben? Uh, it's fantastic. I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about St. Nicholas of Myra. Uh, I wrote a book uh, on St. Nicholas of Myra that was published last year. I won't give the name. I talked to the producer. Uh, but I did uh, well over five years of research on him. I was in contact with uh, the priest that's in charge of his remains in Bari, who passed along some of his writings to me, and he led a very, very hard life. People don't realize how hard the life the real St. Nicholas led. He was imprisoned at least twice. He was tortured. He was beaten for his religion. Uh, and through it all, he was a very giving and helping soul his entire life. He, he was on the scene uh, and saving people's lives. He was known to bilocate helping sailors who were running aground during storms onto rocks. They'd look back and they would see him at the tiller, actually steering the ship away from the rocks. They would see uh, St. Nicholas healing children hundreds of miles away while he was asleep in his bed back in mm-hmm. Myra. He, he was quite the, quite the inspirational soul. In fact, by the year 800, there were more churches dedicated to St. Nicholas than any other saint except, of course, St. Mary. So it, he, was, he was quite the quite being. Hmm. Wow, I'll say. Uh, a lot of this I was not aware of, Ben, but, you know, you're absolutely right. You know, and I, I mentioned, I read that quote from Pope Benedict XVI. He said he, he didn't die a martyr, you know, as, as in terms of being tortured or killed for the faith, but you, you brought up the fact that he was persecuted, tortured, beaten, imprisoned, and, and so forth. But, you know, the thing is, no matter... What a saint has done, if a, if a man or woman is a saint, they have suffered greatly. 
There's no question about that. You know, Jesus says, take up our cross and follow him each and every day. And that's exactly what we have to do. And where does the cross lead to? The cross leads to crucifixion. You know, Jesus says, take up your cross. I got mine. Mine is headed to Calvary. I'm going to be crucified. And so as we carry our crosses, that is our goal as well. But it leads to life. And it leads to the life of not only ourselves, but a lot of other people, as St. Nicholas made sure of Ben. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And we appreciate you joining us on Take Two with Gary and Debbie today. Be right back. It's the feast day of St. Nicholas, and we are celebrating it today with this a special episode. And the Take Two family is stepping up. As always, you guys are enhancing this conversation, gracing the conversation. Wow, we are learning and growing together. That's what Take Two is all about and has been going strong for eight and a half years, thanks to you, the Take Two family. You guys are amazing. Congratulations going out to another member of the EWTN radio family, St. Jude Catholic Church in Mansfield, Texas, is celebrating nine years with EWTN. Congratulations to Joel Rodriguez and everyone at KYRE in Mansfield, Texas, from your friends here at EWTN Radio. Way to go, team. Nine years. Wow. Mm, yeah. That's a lot of giving of, of great programs to people. Uh, it is, absolutely. Thanks for all of you who helped keep them on the air. Debbie, you're doing a pledge drive this week, too, I understand. I am with um, Aquinas Communications in Dubuque, Iowa, and it's a one-day St. Nicholas pledge drive, and it's going strong, and uh, folks are stepping up, giving um, some great donations to um, um, KCRD, and uh, we're just so grateful because they're trying to get a, a new translator to reach more souls. So great. we got to keep Catholic Radio uh, going and growing. Absolutely. All right. Peter has been holding patiently in Buffalo, New York, listening on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Peter. Hi, how are you? Doing well. Happy that you called. Thanks for your patience. Thank you. No problem. First, I just wanted to say I wanted to offer a prayer, um, Debbie, to you um, for your health. Aww, and I'm sure you're, you're a very strong person. And um, Jerry and yourself both shine on um, the light of the Lord through your ministry and through, um, you know, this radio uh, program. So we need you both. And Jerry, I'm praying for you as well to become Thank a priest. You. And I'm sure you're going to be, you'll be successful. And I'm sure you'll, you know, be awesome. And you'll, you'll be able to help people even more than you help them now. Oh, um, God. Thank you, Peter. We both Thank appreciate you, and, Yeah. And the two most giving people I've ever met are Jerry and Debbie. Oh. I have to say that really quick. Oh my okay. goodness! Thanks. And I and I mean that because I listen to you guys all the time, and you guys you don't know how much you help people. Whether I've heard you say, you know, to someone who's really you know down, you know, give the give the call screener, you know, stand in line, give the call screener your phone number, and I'm I'm going to call you back after the program and talk to my. I've heard you say that, Debbie. I mean, Jerry, I don't know if I've heard you say that enough. Maybe you said it as well. But to do that after you're doing the whole program and you have your whole personal life and everything, that just shows how much you really care and how much you really are genuine. You know what I mean? That you really want to help people. It's not just that you're doing anything for yourself. You're, you're doing this for the Lord, you know. And you don't really want accolades like that 
um, Marie in Virginia said, which I lived in Virginia. I was going to say a little funny thing. I was going to say, did you find out what restaurant she eats at every day? Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> joking, you know, maybe she'd pick up my check. That was a, that was a bad right, joke. Right. But, uh, <laughs> no, it was a good God. one. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I, caught, I, I caught the program a few minutes late, so I just, about giving, and I just want to say really quickly, the real person that I'm calling about that um, it, that is the most giving and thoughtful and kind and sweet person um, that I've ever met is my mother. Mm. She's, she's still with us. She'll be uh, 78 this coming June. And we were, you know, when we were little, there were four of us kids. We were poor, okay? And they're the most, my parents are the most comfortable now than they've ever been. My dad's 86, and uh, he'll be 87 in April. And she's just, I just think about it. Like now, I'm 56, and just the stuff that she does for me, or the stuff that she will do for like total strangers, or, you know, like a family member of one of her friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I have thoughts. I don't know what's wrong with me because I, I must not be, I am not like her. I do have thoughts about being giving and doing thoughtful things. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, unfortunately, I have these great grandiose thoughts and ideas. But then it goes in one ear and out the other. Not that I've never been giving somebody or, you know, kind mm-hmm. or sweet. I've done little things, but not like my mother. And well, I think that she, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. No, 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 Peter, Peter, let me just ask you a couple questions. Can you give us your mom's first name? I brought out the prayer book. Eleanor. Eleanor, okay. But Peter, you know what's beautiful about what you what you shared? You may have, you know, you said you have great intentions to, you know, uh, and these ideas to give and stuff, but it maybe it doesn't it doesn't follow through. But you recognize when other people give. And in that recognition, Peter, that says a lot. That says that you're aware of what other people do and how they can give and how they can sacrifice. And I know just from being a mom, when you said, you know, the the person I'm really calling up about is my mother. I mean, I, well, I burst into tears when you were saying the kind things about us. So thank you so very much. But really, as a mother, my heart just kind of exploded uh, because we all want our kids to recognize that. And you do. You recognize that about your mom, Eleanor. Um, that is a beautiful thing. And I hope I hope Eleanor is listening right now. She's got a pretty cool son. I think that's incredible. So, Peter, I think your heart is in the right place. What do you say, Jerry? Huh. I agree with everything you said. What do you think, Peter? Well, I, I mean, I think I have a good heart. Yeah. But I mean, you know, and I've done little things here and there. But um, Debbie, you're about to man, I'm playing back the tears where you just said that about being a mother, and uh, because you you know you know what the other thing is that I I well I was just gonna show how she gave how it changed over the years. I mean, when she was like, you know, when she was they were trying to make ends meet by we'd go to like three or four grocery stores mm-hmm. uh, every week to buy food and double and triple coupons back in like in the seventies. I don't know if people even do that anymore. And um, I remember, like, going to school. This is, like, what she did for us. And I had two brothers and a sister. And I remember coming home from school 
and she was a stay-at-home mom, and my dad worked two jobs because he wanted his kid to have a mother at home and a father, you know, working because he never had that. And uh, I remember coming home a lot of days. She always baked fresh cookies on the kitchen table. Aww. We'd go up to our bedroom, and this is when we were like really small, like elementary school age. She would she knew how to sew really well. She would make us all all those boys like play clothes. Like we'd come home, maybe have like a brand new T-shirt on the ends of our bed, all ironed, and maybe even like a pair of like play pants, <laughs> whatever fabric she had. And we would wear we would wear them and stuff like that. And then now, I mean, obviously, as she got older, you know, just helping people that she worked with that. You know, a family member. You don't have you don't have the horrible stories, whether we want to call them horrible or not. But you know what I mean. Like if someone, you know, all of a sudden a mother that's twenty five years old and has three kids and a husband and they're faithful Catholic, she gets brain cancer and you know passes on. And then we can debate whether that's a good thing because you can always see the positive and stuff like that, or a bad thing. Well, she'll do stuff like that for people. You know what I mean? She'll. Mm-hmm. Or making meals or making baskets full of all kinds of things. And just even like for me, still, like, you know, I'll go over there just to hang out with them or have dinner over there just real casually or whatever. I rarely ever bring them anything. They don't even want anything. They just want to spend time with you. And mm-hmm. my mother will be like, she'll come up with two shopping bags. I went shopping and I bought you some clothes. So oh. here, try them on before you leave. You know, stuff, you know, and other stuff. I mean, I had to go on and on and on about mm-hmm. other stuff, but I just wanted to say, and that she's really affected me as, as well, mm-hmm. you know, so to try to be that way. I, I do stuff like that. I go to the drive-thru and I'll pay, I'll pay for the person that's behind me, you know, and, and you know, and again, it's supposed to be anonymous, like, Marie said she, in Virginia she doesn't want any accolades. I think Jesus, you guys will correct me, I think Jesus said, I don't know how he said it, maybe one of the disciples said it or whoever, that when you do give, you're not really supposed to be looking for um, any thanks, like, in your name. or And that's why it always bugs me when I go to, like, a, a college or something like that, and people that are really wealthy which is nice what they do. They'll, like, donate an entire building for, like, $2 million or something like that. But then you look, what's the other door? You know, the Andersons uh, art school, art department school. You know what I mean? Like, they, they have to have their name on the building in order to give them money. And I always sound like that. I'm not trying to judge, but I don't want to turn well, this into a negative call. Not to be nasty. <laughs> so I don't want to turn this into a negative call, but... Yeah, well, you you made a reference. I think a very um, you know apt reference to Matthew chapter six. You know, when you give alms, do not let your right hand know what your left hand is doing, and uh, that's a great principle to uh, to you know, to practice. 
Um, just regarding your mom and your dad, I mean, working two jobs to let your mom be home with you kids as you were growing up. Um, we have done a lot of shows where we have asked people to give shouts out and, you know, and really you know, tell us how great their parents were. And I get emotional sometimes, Debbie, you recall this, you know, we, when we hear these stories about, you know, the, just the hardworking, dedicated moms and dads, the giving, mm -hmm. the selflessness. Mm -hmm. yep. And Peter, it sounds like, you know, you really had that beautiful environment growing up and it sounds like it is carried over to this day like you said you pop in just um you know pop in casually and have dinner with your folks and you didn't even know it but your mom's got some clothes for you to try on and you know it just sounds like a you know you, you've been very blessed it, that's, that's what i would take away from peter's call debbie what about you i totally agree peter you really made this conversation special thank you so much and thank you for the kind words all the way around yeah. wow you're an incredible member of this of the take two family thank we'll you we'll take thank the prayers <laughs> yes huh well we'll take the I prayers said, we'll, i said we'll take the prayers yeah. oh yeah yeah, we love prayers. Believe me, we love prayers. We're or, we're all about prayer. Okay, um, Mary is up next in uh, Central Connecticut on uh, the Station of the Cross as well. Hi, Mary. And Jerry and family, and happy St. Nicholas Day. Thank you. Real, and to you real as quick, well. I wanted to tell you, I prayed Angela's prayers for each of you on your respective birthdays. Oh, and you. I wanted to send you a note with a hymn that goes with it, but my computer's not working for oh. a couple months. So someday, out of the blue, you'll get it. Um, oh, thank you. But the reason I called, I've been thinking of St. Nicholas for different reasons the past few days and just beautiful things that have happened. But before I was going to call, um, I made one other phone call. I broke my radio that I listened to you on. Um, I'm mostly blind, and it fell to the floor, and that's happened before, but this time it's making a buzzing sound, and it's making me nervous, and it. so I said I better replace it. So I called a store where I had gotten them before. It's been discontinued, this model, hmm. but the person I was speaking with said he could help me. If he couldn't find it, he would find something close to it. It's an analog radio. It's a very large dial, and I can bring in stations that normally I would not get. And he spent so much time with me on the phone. He was the kindest person. And when there would be a pause, I would think of something, and I have a way of going on tangents. And he said the name, he couldn't find the exact model. He found another one that was pretty close, seemed like it had a little even more power to it. And he said the name was Studbaker, S-T-U-D-B-A-K-E-R. I didn't think a lot of it, but it was like, it's a strange name. And then I remembered my dad had a car named Studebaker. Mm -hmm. And when my mom was in a nursing home, she had dementia with Parkinson's. And they were doing a memory book for her where I gave them photos and she would talk about them. It was like speech therapy, but much more. And when she got to that photo of mom and dad about to drive away for their honeymoon... She said, oh, that was Vince Studebaker. It was maroon. And she could remember it like it was yesterday. She couldn't mm. remember things in the present. She didn't really know who I was. I was a little girl that worked there. <laughs> and um, But when he said that, I said, you know what? And I told him the connection. He said, things like that don't happen by chance. And it was like everything I said, he said something more. And we got into such a deep conversation and he's a believer, 
and he believes in heaven. I said, I feel like this is a sign from my parents today that they're praying for me. And he said, well, there's someone special in my life whose name was Mary. And I don't know if it's the same person, but he said he took care of his grandmother when she had dementia. And we started talking about things on the surface are not what's really important. And I said, oh, did you ever read? And he he was in another country, so I wasn't sure if he would know it, but I asked him if he ever read The Little Prince that we used to read when we were little. And it may be in a different language. He wasn't sure right away. And I said, there's a quote in there. It is only with the heart that one can see rightly what is essential is invisible to the eye. And he knew right away. He said, that's my favorite book. And everything I would say, he would add to it until it got to such a beautiful conversation. And a friend, he gave me his extension. If I ever need to order from them again, he will spend an hour on the phone like he did today helping me. And it just gave me this beautiful, happy feeling. And I said, you know, today's the Feast of St. Nicholas. And I feel like a little child has just gotten a beautiful, beautiful gift from St. Nicholas. And I truly believe that. Mm. Wow. So this just happened, this whole conversation unfolded just because of kind of a chance phone call, Mary, you're saying? Yeah. I thought it wow. would be like a 10-minute phone call <laughs> where I would right. order the new radio from the SKU number that I had from the previous one. And, yeah, it was a long, long call. I wasn't even sure I would be able to call you. I had a different... Um, comment I was originally going to make, but now this has taken precedence. But yeah, it was a totally random call. I don't want to say the name of the store, but yeah, mm-hmm. just a you know a box store that I connected with someone that was meant. And I told him that a few times during the call. I said things like this don't happen by chance. And once in a great while, I will get someone on the phone that's just like a kindred spirit. Mm-hmm. And we ended the call. He's going to pray for me. I'm going to pray for him. I'm wow. going to try to look up the little prince again <laughs> and read that section. Um, it was just, I, I can't even describe. It was like on a whole different level. Yeah, well, it it organically unfolded, and with the yeah. Studebaker connection and everything. I mean, Mary, um, the, these kinds of encounters, we Jerry and I have seen them for so many years. Uh, we don't believe it's an accident. We believe God is 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 lining up and orchestrating and 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 having it uh, everybody do their part to make these connections for deeper reasons, so that we can think back, we can think, um, um, you know, deeper about our own lives and people around us, Mary you were blessed today all because that radio broke right (laughs) right very blessed and you know listening to different people it is like there there is a deeper level of everything we do and and you are you you're like a mother and a father to me not really because i'm much older than you are (laughs) or like a sister and a brother but really the, the the skills you have the insights you have and just bringing things out you know these thoughts that you have to give mm-hmm. people and clarifying things is, mm-hmm. is really a special gift. Thanks, Mary. Oh, thank you, thank Mary. You. You're, you're a special person, too, and you had uh, that beautiful divine appointment today, and so mm-hmm. we uh, are glad that you shared it with us here on this program, yes. especially on this Feast of St. Nicholas when we're talking about 
giving and charity and, you know, giving of ourselves to other people. Great call, Mary. Thank you. Gene in Iowa, we're going to get to you right after I just real quickly mention another show on EWTN. It's called The Catholic Sphere, Sunday afternoons at 2.30 Eastern Time. Uh, every week, a different host brings on a panel of three experts, and what they do is they tackle topics on the minds of Catholics, from theology to social media, from uh, young parents to the Universal Church. You can surround yourself with solid answers as you enter the Catholic sphere, Sunday afternoon, 2.30 Eastern Time, right here on EWTN Radio. Okay, we will go to Jean in Carroll, Iowa, on KMYJ. Hello, Jean, and welcome. Hello, hello, both of you. And I'm calling especially right now for you, Debbie. I listen to the show every day, like most people, and you're incredible. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to just boost you up. You are incredible, and you are, I know you're a life coach. You studied this in school. You've got a degree and all that. What you have, you don't learn in school. You are what you are, and you have the biggest heart and the kindest disposition and a giving, giving disposition and heart. You make everyone feel important. And like they're going to be a saint one day, you are not prideful, to say the least. You give of yourself always, and it's in your heart, and you don't learn it in school. And I think God has his eye on you. I know you've got that stinky cancer thing going on. Yeah, I know it's a real pain in the butt, but it serves its purpose. It serves its purpose, as you well know. Uh, it's a cross you're bearing. That's right. But God's got his eye on you, and you are going to get rewarded big time when your time comes, which is a long time from now, I hope, and I'm sure. But uh, I just wanted you to know that you're the least prideful person I think I've ever listened to. Uh, You give of yourself constantly. And uh, that's what I wanted to say. I'm going to hang up now. I'm going to hang up now. Well, wait a minute. Before you hang up, just before you I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, I was so proud of myself that I cleared up my eyes so um, so well after Peter's call, and then I just lost it. So I'm a total mess. Um, uh, But I want to say it's a good mess because um, you really hit my heart very deeply, Jean. And I just want to say thank you so very, very much. You have a beautiful love inside of your heart, and it shows. And and just I I'm I'm truly overwhelmed and humbled and I just uh it's it's life is hard. Life is hard and it's hard for a lot of people and I think that the more we get out there and share our ups and downs and twists and turns, you know, with no, you know, candy shell or anything like that, just go out there and be real. I think it can really help people and so I've tried to do that and thanks for recognizing it, Jean. Absolutely. You are what you are, and God has blessed you deeply so that you can bless us, and you do. Every day, you bless us. Thank you, Debbie, and Jerry, too. I don't mean to leave you out, Jerry. <laughs> oh, he's, <laughs> always, he's always left out, Gene. Don't worry don't about it. He's it. Used I agree to it. with everything you said about Debbie. I'm just smiling here as you're talking because you're right about You're right on every point, Gene. Oh. Well, thank you both. You're both good. But especially, uh, I know what you're going through and everything. Thank and, you. you know, believe me, it's, it's worth it. What you're going through is worth it. And it will pay off one day, believe me, big time in a okay. good way. So hopefully we'll have, God willing, that party in heaven. Okay, Jean? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll okay. be there, I hope. <laughs> and I oh, know yeah. you'll be there. Oh, yeah. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. We can eat anything we want. There's no calories associated with it. We'll have a blast. <laughs> I love that. I love it. <laughs> Me too. Me too. 
God bless well, you, Jean. Thanks for being part thank of the Take you, Two Jean. family in today's wow. conversation. That was amazing. Amazing. I, yeah. So unexpected on the feast day of St. Nicholas. You know, they say there's such a thing as, they call it the ugly cry. Have you ever heard of that? You probably never heard no, of it. I it's haven't. Not, yeah, they say for women, they say whatever you do, don't go on camera or anything and start crying because it's it's not a it's not a pretty sight. And I've I've, yeah, I've definitely messed up today, <laughs> on video. So everybody erase your video. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but but Jerry, you know, I want to say something because Gene was so kind, and and Peter and the others, everybody, Mary, everybody was so great. Um, Mark, who got us started, and oh, and now our show team is weighing in and, and agreeing with everybody. Well, we love the show team as well. We love Matt and Jeff and Ace. You guys are amazing. We cannot thank you enough how much we love you, um, and we love you. But I wanted I want to uh, send this over to Mr. Usher because there's um, and I have to do this because there's a lot there there's a lot of things that people don't know about Jerry and the fact that he has helped so many people and I'm thinking of one person in particular that um that unfortunately was falsely accused and and had to uh, go serve some time in in uh, in prison and uh, what a lot of people don't know is um this person you know wasn't visited a lot by people and people kind of distanced themselves but not Jerry Jerry kept in touch and nobody knew about it and he did it on a regular basis because of the goodness of his heart. And um, so, Jerry, I'm thinking of this special friend today, and I'm thinking mm -hmm. about how many times he has told me how nobody ever knew all the kind things that you did, but it really helped him and saved him when he was mm -hmm. at his lowest. So, Jerry, you've got that huge heart, and I, I do agree with Gene and the others. You're going to make a great priest someday. Oh, well. Good Lord willing, Deb, you are you are you're beautiful for saying that, and I appreciate the prayers of everyone and you know, the friend that Debbie's talking about. I mean, it was just it was just the right thing to do. I mean, it wasn't, you know, I I would have hoped somebody would would do that for me. God God forbid I would ever end up in those circumstances, but you know, uh, especially someone who was you know unjustly uh, and falsely accused of, of of abuse and did spend seven years in a state prison, but is doing uh, thriving now. Uh, Came to, came to faith when he was in prison as well, so that was beautiful. So thank you, Deb, for that, and yeah, God yeah. bless you. Well, just encouragement to keep going because you're in formation for the priesthood, and yeah. we'd like to call you Father Jerry someday. So <laughs> well, keep the prayers up, and that might happen. Okay, it sounds great. On this Feast of St. Nicholas, what a great episode. What a great broadcast. If you got something out of it, please share it far and wide on social media. Again, thanks to the show team. You guys did a great job. Jerry? All right, yeah, we're going to be back with you tomorrow with a pre-recorded broadcast, but it's a replay, one that you, if you didn't catch on Thanksgiving Friday, you don't want to miss. The show is on Divine Mercy. Our guest is Rick Paolini of the Station of the Cross. Be sure and join us for that tomorrow. In the meantime, have a beautiful and blessed day. St. Joseph, St. Nicholas, and all of the saints pray for us. <laughs>